When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. One thing that Wisconsin does pretty well is managing their aquatic invasive species. I'm here with Brett Shaw, associate professor at UW-Madison. They did a recent survey talking to lakeshore property owners about what to do about aquatic invasive species. Now, Brett, tell us a little bit first, maybe for those that aren't necessarily familiar with some aquatic invasive species, what exactly that term means and you know what it takes to be considered an invasive species. Yeah, that's a really good question. So... Aquatic invasive species are any non-native species that has the potential to establish themselves in a lake and outcompete other native plants so that they actually uh, take over the lake. And in a worst-case scenario, they can provide thick uh, canopies of vegetation, you know, crowd out uh, native plants, affect the wildlife ecology. Now, that does not always happen. In fact, it's not even necessarily the a typical way things happen, but that is a concern. And, and there are hundreds and hundreds of lakes in Wisconsin that do have aquatic invasive species, particularly species like Eurasian water milfoil is very common. Uh, starry stonewort is uh, becoming a familiar aquatic invasive species in the state. So uh, the DNR, Extension, and different uh, partners around the state are looking to prevent its further spread uh, of these species but at the same time, if a lake is established with a new invasive species, we want people to make uh, deliberate decisions that are consistent with their values for protecting the lake that they live on and love. Now, another question, I guess, that goes with that, you know, people might have is, where do they come from? How do they get to where they're at? And how can we make sure that they don't show up from somewhere? The main way that aquatic invasive species spread in Wisconsin is by boaters and anglers who move their boats between bodies of water. So if somebody has an invasive species on their boat, in their live well, on their engine, and they move it from one lake that has an AIS to another one that does not, that species can become established on the new lake. Now let's get into this survey that you talked with people about these invasive species. You mentioned that Wisconsin is pretty good at preventing them from moving around or preventing them from showing up. But what did you find when you talked to the people about managing ones that might already be there or getting rid of problems that they might create? Well, one of the things that we found was that people were pretty familiar. The respondents, which were Lakeshore property owners in Wisconsin, were pretty familiar with how to prevent aquatic invasive species, but they were much less familiar with what to do if they were to get one on their lake, either hypothetically or in fact. So people were familiar with prevention steps, but they were not as familiar with how to uh, prevent its spread once it became established on their lake. So we make some recommendations about what people can do to make decisions at a uh, lake level through their lake association or through their neighbors to make decisions that will serve the long-term interests of their lake. Now, if we don't manage these species that show up or, you know, we 
just ignore them or, or don't even, I guess, know they're there. What are some of the problems that can result? And, you know, why is it something that people really need to pay attention to? Well, there's a couple of different reasons. So for one, if any given invasive species takes over relative to native species, uh, it can affect the ecology of the lake. Like native plants are in there to provide habitat for, you know, fish and other aquatic life. But it's also the case that just because something's a non-native species does not necessarily mean that it will become a invasive species, right? So non-native species can become established and live um, and coexist with native species in a way that does not take over the lake. And in fact, that's not uncommon. So while we certainly don't want aquatic invasive species spreading around, people also don't necessarily need to immediately jump to the conclusion that this is a death sentence for the lake, because that's often not the case. And there are ways to manage aquatic invasive species that maintain, you know, the recreational value, the ecological value, the property owner's value. So there are ways to mitigate the risk once you get an AIS. Now, let's dig a little bit into, you talked about that people weren't as familiar with how to control, how to prevent more spread within their own lake, or maybe how to just get rid of them as a whole. You know, what are some of the things that people can do if they don't really necessarily know what to do? Well, there's a a variety of common approaches. So one is a manual approach where you might use uh, divers, um, if it's a small area, where you might use scuba divers or people going down and literally going down into the lake bottom and uh, pull them up from the roots so they're actually removed from the system. Um, Many people that live on larger lakes might be familiar with mechanical systems where you have a boat that essentially like mows or rakes the aquatic invasive species out of the lake. That doesn't necessarily get rid of them, but it does reduce their impact on, you know, swimming, boating, fishing, that kind of thing. Uh, People can also use and commonly use a chemical approach with um, herbicides, and this can at least temporarily reduce the amount of aquatic invasive species that are in a lake. And one of the methods that we think lakeshore property owners might consider more is actually monitoring their lake for the aquatic invasive species. So say if an aquatic invasive species is found on your lake, um, it's not necessarily, as I said before, going to take over the entire lake. So if a lake association or citizen scientists monitor the aquatic invasive species, they might find that it's not spreading very fast. And so they can do some um, things like uh, manual, just kind of keep an eye on it, But if it does become bad faster, they can turn to strategies such as using uh, um, herbicides uh, to work. But I think that we want people to consider taking a slower, more methodical approach to the management decisions that they make in order to protect the ecology of the lake that they live on. Now, if people are having a problem with aquatic invasive species, or maybe if they don't even know that they're having this problem, who can they go to with more questions to maybe find out about that specific species that they're dealing with or just other advice of what to really do? So there's a couple of ways you could uh, go about it. One is Wisconsin is fortunate to have a network of aquatic invasive species coordinators in many communities and uh, counties. So they're good folks to talk with. The local uh, DNR contact or the local 
County land and uh, conservation contact can also be a really valuable source of information. And then a lot of times, lake association leaders can often be privy to the latest information on the best ways to manage aquatic invasive species. So there's a variety of different people that lakeshore property owners can turn to if they're concerned about uh, aquatic invasive species in their own lake. There are a variety of options that people have if their lake is to get an aquatic invasive species. And we would just encourage people to, you know, work with either their uh, uh, DNR contact or their county land and conservation person to uh, figure out what options are available, what strategies have already been used on their lake, and um, slow down just a little bit so that you can learn more about what's the best strategy to use on your lake moving forward without immediately jumping to strategies that might potentially produce um, unintended consequences, which is harming native plants, which are an important part of the lake ecology. That was Brett Shaw, associate professor at UW-Madison, talking about aquatic invasive species and how they can be managed. If you have any other further questions, you have a lot of resources that you can contact within the state of Wisconsin, locally and across the state. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.